Following Jesus isn't always easy, but it's not complicated. Act justly, love mercy, walk humbly. And on this podcast, we try to make leadership and following Jesus a bit more simple. This is Leading Simple with Rusty George. I'm Rusty George, and I am so grateful to be with you today on episode 111. That should mean something specific, shouldn't it? Three ones in a row? I don't know. I know the college that I went to, the address was 1111 North Main, uh, so that always comes to mind, but 111, I don't know what that means. But anyway, uh, I wanted to just chat with you today. Uh, Not going to be an especially long podcast, I'd love it if you'd listen to the whole thing, but uh, there's something happening in the next couple of months I am so, so excited about. And the reason I'm excited about it is because I think this is really going to help a lot of people. And that is, um, we have a book coming out called After Amen, What to Do While Waiting on God. And this book was really written out of my skepticism with prayer. I think we've all had those experiences where we have prayed, dear Jesus, help me get a job. Dear God, help my son. Lord, will you help my marriage? Please start my car whatever it is, and we pour out our prayers to God, making promises, deals, confessions, and then we say amen, and then we wait, and we wait. And sometimes the silence is deafening, you know, like, did he hear me? Did my prayers even get past the ceiling? Is he even there? Is he waiting on me to do something? And what do we do while we wait for God to answer our prayers? Now, this was my question. And I think for the past 10, 15 years, this has really been kind of boiling underneath the surface because anytime I'd go through a difficult time in my life, I'd talk to mentors and they'd say, pray about it. Growing up, if anything didn't go right, you should pray about it. And then as a pastor, I would sit down and talk to people and ask them, have you prayed about it? And I remember one day, I'm in the lobby at our Valencia location. I was talking with somebody about an upcoming uh, court hearing and things that were going on in their life. And I just looked at them and I said, have you prayed about this? And they said, oh, I have, but nothing has happened. And I remember wrestling with that all the way home and just letting that kind of just sink in because I think all of us have been in that situation where we wonder, what do I do now? I mean, I prayed. I said what I thought was the right thing. I went to other people and asked them to pray. And then I wait. And then for some of us, it's excruciating because we see other people seemingly get answers for their prayer. They pray, God, will you help me get an A in this class? And they do. Or God, help me get into this college. And they do. Or God, help me get a front row parking spot on Black Friday. And they do. And then we pray for our father dying of cancer or our daughter wrestling with um, some kind of sickness or maybe it was somebody who had COVID. And God seems to be silent. I mean, is God really in the business of just answering prayers for parking places? Or am I missing something? And so what I did over the last few years was I just started writing down my prayer requests. I started writing down what I perceived to be answers, and I started writing down things that I did. 
I started looking at the life of Jesus and how people would go to him with requests and they would ask him for things. And he would respond, not with yes or no, like I typically assume God responds to me, but rather different things like go and show yourself to the priest or go wash your eyes or let me spit in some dirt and make some mud and put it on your face or why don't you want to get well or pick up your mat and walk. It's almost like with every person that came to Jesus for some kind of healing, he had a different answer for them. And what's interesting is as I began to trace these throughout the scriptures, I began to see some commonality in all these responses. And I was able to come up with seven things to do while we wait on God. Now, this was so fascinating to me because you get to see what Jesus was trying to teach people in their waiting, how he was trying to prepare them either for the answer they wanted or the answer they didn't want. And there were even some times that what they did impacted the answer they got. I think that's our biggest fear, is we fear the things that we do after we say amen impact the answer for which we prayed. And in some cases, we're right. So we end up looking at the scriptures and we see things like Jesus says, go into the closet and shut the door and pray in secret. But then Jesus rewards people who make a demonstration out of their faith by putting in two coins into the offering. We, we see Jesus uh, condemn the Pharisees because they make a big to-do with their prayers on the street corner, but then he champions people like Zacchaeus who make it public what they're doing with their faith. It's almost a little confusing and a little hard to put into some kind of formulaic fashion. But what I did see in consistency throughout the scriptures was sometimes our prayers before we pray impact our answer, and sometimes the things that we do after we pray impact our answer. And I got to looking around, and there's so many different books out there about how to pray, how to prepare to pray how to get in the right posture of prayer, prayers that you should pray. Uh, should you sit down? Should you stand up? Should you lie down? Should you be uh, in a church full of people? Should you be alone? Should you have someone else pray with you? Should you pray by yourself? All these different things about before we pray, but nothing about after. And what do we do when we get a yes? How do we properly say thank you? What do we do when we get a no? How do we wrestle with that? What do we do when we get a wait? What do we do when we get a not yet? And how do we even know what those answers are? So throughout this book, what I tried to do was walk through my own skepticism. And if you've read any of my writings or if you've listened to me preach at all, you know that I can be a little cynical and skeptical at times. And I try to bring that out because I think that's a little bit of who we all are. And then I just take that right to scripture and figure out how did Jesus handle this and what is he telling us to do? And so I am so excited to finally get to release this. In fact, I turned the manuscript in almost a year ago, and about three months ago in the height of COVID, I asked for it back because I wanted to add some stuff that I thought would be particularly helpful for people wrestling with this COVID season and then coming out of it. I also wanted to create content that would be helpful for church leaders. 
And so much like we did with Better Together and Justice, Mercy, Humility, uh, we're going to make this all available online so that you can, if you're a church leader, you can get a box of books for your congregation um, or however many you want to get. And then for those of you that are still meeting uh, just online only, uh, there are videos that you can use for small group material. In fact, you can use these if they're meeting in homes, uh, but they're particularly just easy to use on a Zoom call and share a screen and play the video and then discuss the book as it goes along. And then there's also messages as well that you can just download, cut and paste your own stories in there and just make it even better and teach it. And what we're going to do at um, Real Life Church Ministries is we're going to spend about eight weeks on this topic of what do you do while waiting on God. And we're going to do an introductory message, and then I'm going to walk through seven answers that we give uh, or that God gives to us while we wait. So I'm so excited to do that in October, and the book actually releases October the 13th. But here's why I tell you all of this now. I need your help. I feel like so many people want to pray, they just don't know how to pray. And I think that they might even know a little bit of what to say, but they don't know what to do after they say amen. And so much of our faith hangs in the balance after we say amen. In fact, for a lot of us, we've lost our faith or we've lost confidence in our faith because of the silence after we say amen. If you've ever wrestled or doubted or struggled with prayer, I'm with you. Let us help. Let the resources we're going to provide in After Amen be just kind of motivating to you to dust off your prayer journal again and start talking to God one more time. So here's what I want to ask you to do. Would you join the launch team of After Amen? And there's an easy way to do that. You just go to my website, PastorRustyGeorge.com, and you'll see an opportunity there for you to join the launch team. Here's all I'm asking from you. You'll give us your email address and a physical address where I can send you a free copy of the book. You'll get the first chapter immediately. But then as we get closer to release date, I'm going to send you the book for free. You'll get your own copy of it. You'll get a chance to read it, and then I'm going to ask you on October 13th, when the book is released, if you would post it on all of your social media pages, and if you would write a review on Amazon for me. Now, I'd love it if it's positive, but that's up to you. Just keep in mind, I gave you a free book, okay? But here's what I'm asking of you. Would you just help us get the word out? Share this with your friends. If you're part of other churches, share this with your pastor. Uh, Tell him he can get the resources and you won't tell anybody that the sermons came from me. Um, Grab a bunch of these books as they come out. And so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a free one, but then when we release it, uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity. Of course, you can go to Amazon and buy it, but I'm going to ask you to do that through my website and then we're going to give it to you cheaper there. And so you can get one book for cheaper than you could on Amazon, or you can get two uh, for basically one and a half times the cover of the book. So it's going to be cheaper and prices will be worked out as we go, but it's going to be a great offer for you. Here's what I'm asking of you for right now. Would you join the launch team? Would you decide, yep, I'll do that, and go over to pastorrustygeorge.com, type in your email. We may already have it. You may have already gotten an email about it. Uh, and then just join the launch team. And then what that means is 
you're going to promote it when it comes out. You're going to write a review and be kind. And then we're going to send you a free copy of the book and the first chapter immediately. Friends, I've written several books and none of which I've been as excited about as this one because I just know how it's born out of my pain, but yet found such great resolve in the scriptures. And I think it will be really encouraging for you as well. I want to make sure you get a copy of it. I want to make sure you get the word out about it. The title of the book again is After Amen, What to Do While Waiting on God. And I've been so honored that we've had such great response from people for the book. Uh, We've gotten some great endorsements from uh, people like um, our very own Christina Kuzmich, uh, the Truth Bomb for Mom uh, uh, blogger and uh, videographer, uh, from Max Lucado, best-selling author, and he wrote the book called Before Amen, and I'm honored to be able to write a title that kind of is a bit of a sequel of After Amen, uh, from uh, great pastors like Andy Stanley and uh, Randy Frazee. Uh, also from Kyle Eidelman, and then uh, even Bob Goff. Uh, so I was just really, really honored to have met some of these people and have them uh, promote it and say such kind things. So I want to make sure you get the book and you get the word out, and that would be such a huge help for me. And I cannot thank you enough for all of your support, for the podcast support, for the blog support, and now the book support. I think it's really going to help a lot of people, and I pray it helps you as well. So Make sure you head on over to PastorRustyGeorge.com. Join the launch team. There's a limited number of spots. Um, so that make sure that you do that. And we'll get you a copy of the uh, first chapter immediately downloaded to you. And then the book um, as soon as possible. And then we'll be updating you as we get closer to launch date in October. Well, that's all for now. We'll be back next week with brand new content. And I cannot wait for you to hear all that. But thanks for listening today. And share this with a friend. Let them know the new book is coming out. Invite them to join the launch team as well. Let's just-